0: Welcome to Audio Bliss, the most infrequent podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Amr, and with me today is... Sorry
1: Um, David is, uh, still doing adult stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Very busy man, you know? Barely. Now we have to, like, book appointments with him to make sure that he can get on the podcast. The secretary won't even return our calls. Um... How are you doing, RJ?
1: Good. I've, uh... Nothing new except I, I went to uh, Japan two weeks nah, ago. No big deal. <laughs> but, no, no, like, at, at the risk of sounding like a certain Platinum Games developer, it was kinda... It was kinda nice, because it wasn't crowded, because there wasn't a lot of, uh... As what they would call gaijins there, so it was it was very, um...
0: It's not tourist season.
1: It, it was, yeah, it was not tourist... Well, of course, they just, they just opened up, so it was pretty limited uh it, it was pretty it was a pretty great experience so the the arcade scene um it was kind of weird <laughs> yeah it's it's still live but it was kind of weird not seeing the arcades over there plastered with a big giant sega logo it's called uh i think a company called gigo i posted this on the discord and i said rip sega but it's it, it's kind of weird but the arcade scene is still there it's not so as...
0: just, it's, sega just like got like sold off all its like shit, right? Like Basically, like, not doing I mean that anymore.
1: It's it's there in spirit. I mean, you it's 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 still Sega. It's just with a different name. Um, in terms of like the overall mood or vibe of it, I mean, of course, you know, um, COVID and all. Uh, I would say it felt pretty strange in there because it wasn't as lively as before. But it's it's still good to see though. You know three four story arcades still standing. I mean, despite, you know, not having a traditional name, you mm-hmm. know, just plastered on the
0: uh, what I need to know and, is if there were uh, salarymen in their suits playing, playing, playing the some horse some random horse game horse nope. betting game or like being really good at Street Fighter for some reason.
1: No, they they're still there. They're still there. <laughs> yeah. And um I, I kind of I, I drew a crowd, you know, with Tyco
0: oh Uh, have you been practicing your taiko in preparation for the trip
1: well actually that was the first time i've played an actual taiko
0: drums for a while but um you didn't you never played it like the round ones around here
1: i mean i i have but you know it's it's been a while and the only time i really get to play taiko really is you know on a console you know using Mm -hmm. a dual shock or the switch so it's it's been a while since i've played with actual drums but uh you know, I, I wanted to make myself look cool, so I, I just chose, <laughs> I chose a song on on normal difficulty, but with a high like BPM. But uh, I memorized the beatmap chart. are <laughs> <laughs> showing low. off a little bit for the crowd. <laughs> they don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure some of them knew, but
0: no. But uh, um, the, re- the real Tycho Hasbro, like, the real taco has It's not even impressive. Yeah, not even only difficulty.
1: It's not even Oni difficulty, but I don't know. Otherwise, you know, it was a really great trip. I um. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, you know, with, uh, with how the world is, and hopefully I'll get back to normal, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, you were able to take the trip at all. Yeah. So that's something. What about you? I was... Uh, <laughs> I mean, the last couple of months have just been disaster after disaster, until I finally recovered. Um, The video games have been good, though, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's that's what we're here for for yeah, video games the video, game,
0: the video games have been pretty good and have been getting subtly better uh my life situation it's consistent
1: that's good I mean I, I um I'm glad uh you know you have a place I, uh yeah, yeah there, there, red there. Red mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there was that point where I thought I was not gonna be you know finding a place but thankfully that has been solved I mean it's been solved for a little bit I think since last episode at least but yeah it was It's it's been up and down and one crisis to the next but it's all good now you know I, now I have a place with a huge setup where I can put every, put all the old consoles on display <laughs> with their own audio systems I have you know I got the, the 4K that I was forced to buy because uh, they don't make 1080p TVs anymore and then I have the like old flat screen for playing games that have components and then You know, you have the CRT for all the lore and stuff. You gotta have all of them at once, obviously.
1: Do you have a Trinitron?
0: I don't have a Trinitron. I don't think I really need one. I think I'm one of those people who, like, likes the dirty composite signal when it gets blended. I don't want the Trinitron because then the pixels are too nice. Then it gets rid of the whole point of having a CRT. To me, personally, you have to buy the shitty consumer CRT. I think it's a true experience.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's probably the experience ninety eight percent of us have probably experienced growing up. Let's let's be real. I mean, I I unless you lived, you know, a very privileged life, or unless you were lucky to stumble upon one. I mean, I think growing up, we we all just had that janky CRT TV. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean those are professional video monitors mm-hmm. for like moderating broadcasts and stuff. I'm not gonna buy one of them. I. would I don't need my shit to look that good. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, Genesis games look better when you don't see the raw pixels. You know, the signal has to be a little bit dirty. In my experience.
1: And, uh, and speaking of dirty, it's... a. Uh... It's time to review some video games. Um, at least, at least with me, and it's it's not really
0: okay. the The question is: Is this uh Idea Factory joint, or is it an East Asia soft joint?
1: It's an East, it's Asia, East Asia soft joint. But okay. well, let me let me give a preface. I mean, um, I like I have a very high tolerance for video, for video games. I mean, unless unless if it's <laughs> unless if it's like grotesquely offensive. And, and, you know, there, there's quite a few of them that are that's really, true. really offensive. And, like, um, for example, Criminal Girls. I will never play yeah, Criminal that's Girls. Criminal. Um, Criminal. Yes. The, the, as the title suggests, it is Criminal. It is for Criminal.
0: You know, it's an FBI
1: trap. It, it is an FBI trap. It is a honey trap. Um, But, yeah, there, there are <laughs> yeah, a lot a
0: different of... different series.
1: <laughs> but, yes, there, there are a lot of grotesquely offensive games there, whether... It's for for a whole host of reasons, really. But you, you know, I I also do like my fair share of jank, and you know, and I guess this is gonna sound really really bad, <laughs> but you you know we, we've said a lot of bad stuff there. But you, you uh, know, I think at least you're slightly 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 older than me. But you know, we we grew up in a I, I really, this is, this is going to sound really disgusting and really, yeah, I'm, I'm really crazy right <laughs> now, but we grew up with anime for, to an extent it's, it's like, and I, I have like, I wouldn't say a high tolerance, but I have a tolerance for like, you know, like titulation when it comes with anime and as long as it's, and again, I'm sorry. I'm like, even you can probably tell for, like, for the, Kind of discussed right now, but you, you know what I mean. It's it's like speaking with Dead or Alive, for example. Like Dead or Alive, that is a good fighting game, regardless of you know what what Dead or Alive is. It's it's still a good fighting game,
0: but yeah, despite the like pinup,
1: yeah, and, uh, and even and then,
0: it's, it's aesthetics like, of it,
1: and even then, just depending, like depending on the costumes. Like I've I've even admitted in previous you know episodes, I bought the costumes because they're just funny. They're just outrageous. But at the same time, you know, there, there's Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball, where you know you still have those pinup um, aesthetic, I guess for lack of a better word. But those games are objectively bad because the volleyball is bad. The volleyball, <laughs> system is, volleyball. like, yeah. look, like, if, if the volleyball in Dead or Alive was good, extreme good, you know, I would I would on un- 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 ironically recommend it because you know at least have some. Good gameplay to
0: back uh, up whatever you're saying. It's no Klonoa Beach Volleyball.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but so th- this is going, and you know what I'm leading up to this is to the Pretty yeah. Girl series because <laughs> I, I've I've reviewed or not reviewed or I've at least I played thanks to or the, the fine folks at East Asia Soft a few yeah. Pretty Girl games, and the last one I touched upon was Solitaire, and I think a few episodes. I actually said that this was a good solitaire game. And the reason...
0: Klondike Solitaire? Yeah,
1: it was like Klondike Solitaire. Was that Pretty and,
0: Girls Klondike Solitaire. And, and, and the reason solitaire? why I
1: say that, because there, there are honestly, and a lot of them have lit- littered the Switch, have littered the Google Play Store, the App Store. Yep, but it, it is possible to mess up a solitaire game. It really is.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: And, you know, just going with, I guess, this title called Pretty Girls Escape... I guess. So the objective is, it's basically the same as the other Pretty girls' titles, where, you know, you do certain actions with a certain puzzle game, and then you're the girl that you choose. Uh, changes you know, her outfit. Yeah, changes her that's outfit. Exactly. Whether you know, whether if it's something you like, whether it's something you enjoy, that's that's up to you. That's that's. I'm just seeing how it is right now. They change their outfit. Um, so pretty girls escape. It's. It's a block puzzle game. I. It's a block puzzle game. Yeah. yeah. By it, a block it's... puzzle
0: game. You mean it's a Sokoban, or do you mean it's a breakout?
1: It's like a breakout.
0: Oh, it's I mean, like a breakout. Like it, you it, bounce
1: it's... the balls. Not not really breakout per se. Breakthrough. There you go. Um. Yeah. It's it's like. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's like. I'm like, gonna. I don't know. It's it's like you know. If if I'm being really cheeky over here, it's it's. You know, you you've played Luminous, you've played Bejeweled. <laughs> I'm not now. Now I'm not comparing this game to Luminous, but <laughs> you know the basic premise of it. Now, okay, I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's and and now this goes back to what I say. You know, there are times where you can mess up the most simple, you know, puzzle games, mm. and
0: this it's competent. It's oh, it's like it's like a. It's right. like a Tetris puzzle mode. Correct. Kind of so
1: you, you basically destroy the blocks of the same color. And then, you know, after a certain time, the, the girl of your choice, you know, the more you destroy, the more, you know... You
0: get some keys so you can leave. Yeah. Okay. I for, I thought this was for sure going to be like an escape room adventure game for some reason. No,
1: no, no. I mean, like, a, a majority of the Pretty Girl series... I sound like an expert. <laughs> like, I major- mean, you're probably one of the most expert people out here. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: no, but yeah, a, a majority I'm of them... I only like one other site that consistently covers these.
1: <laughs> but yeah, a majority of them, I mean, it, it, it's it's basically the same premise. I mean, with Solitaire, you do your things with Solitaire, the girls, you know, clothes, they change. <laughs> with this, the same thing. I mean, do you know do your puzzles, and the girls' clothes change. And it's... it's. I wouldn't say... I mean, it's it's really hard to just go in-depth in this, because it's it's just simple. It's you, it's you like know, a shallow game, you're saying? You, you, you break, you know... Match up the colors,
0: and that's you it. The, you match up the colors, you break the blocks, you get the keys, you escape.
1: Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, but, you, you know, the, the reason why I say it's competent, because like I said, you know, there are a lot of games like that out there who somehow mess up that basic premise and mm-hmm. you know despite the it's not really vulgar i mean this game really isn't that vulgar despite it's like uh, some real
0: baby shit in terms yeah, of
1: it really is like there there are swimsuit. rpgs Most out illustrated there
0: illustrated swimsuit issue shit yeah.
1: but it's alright it really is it it's fine i mean mm-hmm. it's it's fine as like I wouldn't say pick up and play because this is something that unless, <laughs> unless you're really into that, then you can pick up a play, but you know, if you want to, if you want to try it out, if you want a competent, you know, block puzzle game then yeah, go for it. I mean, you can probably beat it in one sitting with all eight girls if you really wanted to, but that's, that's really it. Uh, and I, I guess that's it. I, I wouldn't really recommend it per se.
0: You're saying the puzzles are not good enough.
1: It's it's fine. Like I said, it's 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 basically fine. It's it's serviceable, it's functional. It's functional, and you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you're saying this is like the
0: equivalent game. of like one of those bar top touch screen games that they have now.
1: Yeah. Except oh. you know, you can play this out in public if you want. You can you I know, mean, it's those, out.
0: some of those games I feel like you shouldn't <laughs> play in public.
1: It's it's out on the Switch. It's out on PlayStation Four. It's out on Steam. Um, I don't know if it's out on Xbox, but, uh, yeah, if, if you want to check it out, go check it out, I guess, if you don't, I mean, yeah, there are, there yeah, are I, other think, I
0: think we're really <laughs> leading with the heavy hitters here,
1: <laughs> but, um, besides that, I know you have a game to review, but, uh, just some other games that I've touched upon in recent memory or in recent days for say, uh, let me pull up my old switcheroo here, my OLED switcheroo. switch.
0: Your OLED switch. Yeah, That's an OLED switch. Because you had a switch light and then the the sticks broke or something.
1: Yeah, so it the the left uh thumbstick drifted beyond repair. Like you can only go left Did they and right. Say, is
0: that what they said?
1: Yeah, like you can go left like and right. It,
0: could you send it in? Or no, like... it's
1: it's beyond warranty and I I didn't bother sending it. Oh, but I, I uh I I replaced it with three other joysticks and it still and like all... goes left and right. Okay. But so there's something wrong with that. But anyway, what I've been playing uh lately, Mr. Drillers Drill Land. Oh hell yeah. It's I like Man, it.
0: It's a, one of some people will tell you it's like one of the best Mr. Drillers. It really, really it. is. They're they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. It just, like, has a lot of variety to it. There's a good, normal Mr. Driller, and there's a whole bunch of things that turn into, like, an RPG, or, like, a roguelike-ish thing. It's cool. The Tower of Drago is really good.
1: Yeah, and I, I actually think, I mean, I got it on sale, but I would honestly pay full price for it. I'd pay one...
0: full price for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those games where you pay, where, you know, it's actually kind of worth just paying full price, whether, you know, regardless of what... Uh platform you yeah, play it I'm on. I'm thinking
0: of buying it on the PC.
1: <laughs> uh what else? Super Super Bomberman R. I've I've replayed it. It's it's you know we've reviewed it here countless times, but and I've actually touched upon it here countless times as well in previous episodes. But no it's it's honestly a Bomberman game that I recommend.
0: Uh apart yeah, from they that added a, they've added a lot since
1: Yeah they did. I mean it, you can play um as a lot of your favorite Konami characters that don't exist anymore. So.
0: <laughs> and some famous wrestlers
1: oh yeah some famous wrestlers oh from Rumble Roses yeah
0: um, oh no I was talking about like oh. real actual like, wrestlers like Xavier Woods yeah. some Man for some reason um,
1: what else uh, I am a traffic or air traffic controller airport this is only available on the Japanese eShop store but it is actually you can play it fully in English it's what the title is you're an air traffic controller it's uh, it's really stressful. Actually, I mean, it's very, it's it's like really hybrid, cutesy, realistic, and um, it's the the overall. I guess even the soundtrack sounds really calming, but uh-huh. it's really,
0: really, <laughs> it's really stressful. It's... <laughs> it remind you of work. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I mean, uh, I do something similar to this, but it's it's really. I would probably even say it's more stressful than work because I don't even know. But it's <laughs> it, look it up though. But it's you know you can download these previous games. This has actually Was been this a long on
0: the 3ds.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a long running series. You can get on the DS. Oh, okay. ds is this a new one or is a PSP. It it's a new
0: one. <laughs> it's on PSP. Yep,
1: yeah, it's on PSP. It's it's a, it's a new one. It's it's really great. I don't know. I I kind of like it. I mean, at first it's really relaxing. But, you know, towards you know the later stages, you know, and then that's where it gets pretty intense. Um, another game How that I started do you need to know. Uh, no, it's all in English. It's all in English. It's okay. all in English, despite well, you
0: know, it was only on the Japanese e-shop, Yeah, so
1: it it's it. only in the Japanese eShop, but it's all in English. So I think that could be a hint where it could be localized at least for the west or at least in the greater Asia region. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, like yeah, with Hong Kong and uh, Southeast Asia, where they do re- release certain games in English. Mm-hmm. Um, another game that I actually started this morning on my commute to work. I don't have enough, well, I don't have enough opinion right now to um, to dive into, but Panzer Dragoon on the Switch.
0: Did you buy You bought that roommate, huh?
1: I did. It was 249 Um, so yeah, far, I really, like
0: it. Really cheap.
1: So far, I like it. I mean, next episode I'll probably have more thoughts and opinions on it, but uh, it's it's great for you know for the twenty or so minutes I've played for. It. And, yeah,
0: it's not a long game. I yeah. I beat it back when it came out. Um, since it came out, they updated to run. Does it run sixty FPS on the Switch now? Um, you can tell there are drops. Okay, it runs better now. I'll yeah. Say. They definitely made the frame rate better. Um, I got the PC version, and, like, there's just no problems. It's like, okay, it runs nice. It looks pretty nice overall. Um, it's not quite the same aesthetic, but also, like, the Saturn aesthetic. Having played a little bit of it recently is, like, really blurry and, like, leaves out mm-hmm. you know, a lot. It look, it looks good in its own right, but there's a lot of things that need to be interpreted. Um. I do like that they added the option for modern controls, where you can use like twin stick gaming. I don't know if are you using the classic controls or the modern ones.
1: Just uh, the classic controllers. I'll probably replay mm-hmm. it with the modern ones. Uh, I wanted. I've. Uh, I've played it once before in the past, but I didn't really, I guess, appreciate it at that time for sake, since I played it through an emulator. Yeah. So. You know, I want to re experience it. I mean, uh, I'd like to read uh, to try the Saturn version one of these days, but all right, and, you'll
0: have to come over. Now I have an actual Saturn.
1: Uh, speaking of Saturn, though, I mean, this is going back to my Japan trip. And, you know, I, I wasn't there for video games at all, actually. Yeah. I, I was just there just to, you know, get my chew high, get my strong zero, <laughs> eat con eat, eat beanie food on the sidewalk. Just, uh, just...
0: Yeah. Did you eat any rice balls from 7 Eleven? I Lawson? did.
1: I did, I did, Something I did. I I
0: you know,
1: I and you know, I I basically went there just you know just to ride the trains, just to bum around, just to basically relax. But I, I did for a good one hour because I I yeah one hour because I'm not gonna you know pollute my vacation with video games apart from the arcade, but (laughs) but for for one hour, I I did go to, like, The arcade is
0: culture. Console
1: gaming. (laughs) That's a disease. I I did go to, like, various video game shops, and this is my recommendation to whoever goes out to Japan.
0: Don't go to Super Potato anymore.
1: Well, no, I mean, you you can if you want to, but just go out to the sticks. That's where... If if you really want some good deals on video games, just go out in the sticks. I mean, you'll probably be discriminated at, but <laughs> at, least, at least you'll get your video games for cheap. Isn't that isn't that, isn't that, isn't that what you gamers like? In getting no. dis- like discrimination and cheap video games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but anyway, it's it's like it's like seeing like, it's like you know buying a saturn here in the united states it's like what 200 300 dollars i don't even know
0: but uh it was, it's like well, okay well, well depending on you know i mean it, it gets PIB. up to like 200 dollars if you want to buy a us one but i just yeah. bought a fucking japanese one for like 100 bucks yeah
1: for the japanese ones it's like i saw a stack of saturns for like especially with the tank yen right now it was basically 30 bucks 30 dollars <laughs> shit i'm going to go
0: like, over there buy a backup
1: it, like if i if i were a really petty person who wanted to like destroy the video game market i could have just like bought all of those and came back and just flipped them but and i needed
0: the prices on ebay <laughs> i
1: i'm not that type of person i really don't like to be that type of person at all i don't like flipping video games in general yeah,
0: but it's, somebody to actually yeah, buy it who's going to enjoy but it.
1: but it's 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 like the the i mean yes if you go to the major hard-offs the major video game stores within you know tokyo proper i mean video game prices are fairly high well not fairly high per se but they're 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 accurately priced out Mm -hmm. but you know when you go out in sticks it's you know you you can get them for really dirt cheap compared here in the united states where regardless whether if you're in a major city or even when you're out in the sticks i mean video game prices. Are just awful, and you know we've we've touched upon this in previous episodes. We've, uh, you know, we've blamed people that I don't know deserve the blame, but we've we've blamed I deserve the host. It. <laughs> <We> <laughs> blame the host deserve it. Okay, These retro
0: game video tubers—they fucking deserve it. it, it Some of their fucking. <laughs> shelf full of games in their background what every when you see that mo- motherfucker do that you're like this motherfucker ain't trustworthy this motherfucker bought a 400 dollars sega saturn on ebay or whatever
1: but but yeah for for example it's it's like you know for i'm gonna use pokemon emerald that's one of my favorite games of all time you know pokemon emerald within tokyo proper i saw it being <laughs> sold for like 20 to like 30 to 50 dollars. but you know when i went out there I saw Pokemon Emerald being sold for like ten dollars, sometimes even five. I could have that's picked it up. That's
0: what it should be. It was but, like the most amount there's like huge amounts of those cartridges. But
1: you know, like what Amr said, I mean, it, it would be really it's it's wrong. It's just let someone else enjoy it. Someone so let someone else, you know, have the thrill, whether if they're, you know, someone native to Japan or a tourist coming and let someone else just enjoy picking up that copy of Pokemon Emerald for dirt cheap. Um, anyway, that's just a little small tangent because, again, that, that just reminded me of how bad just the video game market is over here in the West. Yeah. Um. Uh, one last, I guess, video game I want to touch upon before uh, we get to your uh, reviews and other video games that you've played is um, I've played Grand Theft Auto, the Definitive Edition, all three of them. And I guess these, these oh, are my... No. Did yeah. you play
0: it on Switch? I
1: I uh I I obtained them through uh through other means. <laughs> but um uh here here are my thoughts of them. 3 and Vice City They're fine especially you know with the updated bloom with the updated, you know, graphics or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean there there are a lot of bugs to it where, you know, if you go to certain, you know, mission check marks, it doesn't activate until you like spin around, and, you know, go back. <laughs> I I guess where the biggest downfall is with this definitive series, I mean, a lot could be better. I mean, a lot of songs were cut out, etc. But the biggest downfall is honestly with San Andreas because it just feels a little bit lifeless. Because you know,
0: they ruined the whole vibe. Yeah, yeah, they they really did.
1: I mean, with Vice City and with Three, you can get away with it because you know it's it's either rainy or it's either foggy. At least with San Andreas. You know that that orange hue, you know that that fog that covers the distance—it's it's all gone. I mean, yeah, you can you can download third-party mods to replace mm-hmm. that back in, but for a person who's playing this on the Switch, on the Xbox or PlayStation, even you know, a five or four, they don't have access to those mods. So it basically ruined the whole experience in San Andreas. Other than that, it's it's serviceable. I mean, there are other ways to play the game.
0: I, well, I, there used know. to be. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, there, there used to be, but...
0: You now you can get one illegally, uh, buy them from some... Or you can buy old copies of the game from yeah,
1: people for your who are going to
0: charge the, you $60 Xbox for <laughs> a PS2 copy of GTA.
1: But yeah, it's it's honestly... Well, it's honestly fine. I wouldn't... Well, at least for Vice City and 3. Like, if you haven't played those games before, if, if you can play the originals, if not, then these... These definitive editions. It's fine. For for three and Vice City. For San Andreas, I would honestly avoid. You can play that I don't know. The the uh the classic version is still up on the Playstation three, actually. You can still buy it for sale for twenty bucks. You
0: would have to have a Playstation three though.
1: Yeah, but you know. <laughs> or or you know or find ways i'm pretty sure you can easily yeah, you can you can try yeah. google just google ww dot <laughs> <San Andreas Classic. laughs> or whatever i'm not saying go to that url but you know just i'm sure that's like spyware <laughs> within two seconds you can f- maybe five ten seconds, ten seconds 10 seconds you can find a copy of an old san andreas but anyway that that's it that's that's my uh Those are my questionable takes for tonight.
0: What about you? Uh, well, I don't have any questionable takes. I hope, but uh, I've been playing some games. I've been working on a review that's been kind of on and off, and things have been a little chaotic, so I haven't finished it yet. Even though I was hoping to be done like a month ago, Um, but I've been playing Grid Force. Grid Force: Masks of the Goddess. I think is the full title. Um, it's a cool game. It's kind of like... Have you played Mega Man Battle Network? For the GBA? Yeah. It mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, has that kind of grid-based combat. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like... It has that similar kind of grid-based combat, but they kind of expanded and remixed it in like a very different way. Um, it's entirely single-player focused. There's no fucking roguelike bullshit. <laughs> like there is in, um... Like, I don't know, was like once one step from Eden or whatever, which, like, ruined the game for me. Um, but essentially, it's like a very story-based, almost visual novel-esque presentation. And then you move from grid to grid, um, arena to arena. And you do, like, a series of battles and do story choices. Um, it's really cool because, like, the Mega Man Battle Never series generally just has, like, I think it's what is, like, a 9 by 9 grid on each side? And that kind of doesn't change. And most of the variety of the game is coming through um, building a deck, putting cards and stuff together. Um, Where in Grid Force, there's basically just instead of cards, there's like a huge roster of characters that you tag out. And they basically have like two or three, three, maybe like three or four powers. I don't know how many are active yet because I've been playing it for like a long time. But I haven't like Mm -hmm. leveled up all my characters because I keep switching them out to change them but basically just like a big elemental system and you kind of build your team so that they're balanced between the elements or their abilities synergize and um basically you have like a normal attack a strong attack and then you have like special abilities that do things like buff or create walls or you know hit a certain area of effect or things like that and you basically build your team kind of like a tag team fighting game i don't know like a marvel or something I don't where you're kind of um getting in hitting them trying to switch from character to character to hit a certain weak point or break shields or armor or something like that and then when they kind of run low on mana you switch them out and let them recharge and then come back um is it real time? It is real time. Uh-huh. There's no pause. It's not turn-based the same way that Mega Man Battle Network is and where you take turns and then you Pick your character, you can just change your character at, at any time, and you always have like a set of four. Um, it's I like, when,
1: it. I'm sorry. Um, now when you change the character, is it in instant or is there like mini pause it's, it's you know, like with certain turns? Pretty days. much
0: instant. Okay. Um, you just hit the button, and they can just switch in unless something else is happening. Uh, and sometimes you'll want to do that immediately because, like, there'll be effects where, like, uh, your character will get stunned or frozen mm-hmm. and they'll be stuck on a certain point and then you'll want to switch to another character so you can actually continue attacking or sometimes you can get hit by like a charm status effect and it will end up on the other side of the map and then you need to switch into somebody. Um, they can also just get straight up knocked out during battle and then you have like a really long cooldown. like it's sometimes like a minute or more before they come in and you're just like basically fighting <laughs> with like, Uh, Not, like, without a full team trying to, like, stay alive until you can get them back.
1: Is that on purpose? Or do certain characters have, you know, less of a cooldown? Or is it
0: just all... I'm not sure what the... How the cooldown actually works, to be honest with you. There's a lot of mechanics in this game, and they don't always explain all of them the best. And some of them, they just kind of explain, like, one time. And I remember on one time, what, like... I was playing the game and I accidentally skipped through, like, one one button, like, I pressed, like, a button while I was, like, skipping through stuff I didn't, I had read before. And I got to something I didn't read before and I skipped it and I was like, oh, shit, now I don't know how that mechanic works. And then, like, ended up in, like, the Discord being like, hey, how does this work?
1: Because depending (laughs) depending on the, yeah, because depending on the cooldown, you can use that to your advantage. But if it's, like, on an equal level that, you know, each character have the same, you know. Same time with the cooldown. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you can't swim. In, in, switch
0: in characters who are like in your that. like bench, you basically just have the four. So if you're, if one of them uh, is on cooldown, you just basically can't do their abilities for a while. Mm-hmm. But you can still fight perfectly fine with them. That's um, just basically. Uh, it's. It, I mean, it is you died, right? You ran out of health, and that's your punishment. It's. Um, It's better than them being out for the whole battle, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: it is basically like, hey, you fucked up. Okay, now you got to use whatever resources you have now. Um, And it's it's. I really like a lot of the systems at play. I like how the weakness stuff works, and like, I love the feeling of like breaking armor or like hitting an enemy to do enough stun. But sometimes it's kind of either kind of vague how I did that or not explained well enough or sometimes like it feels like it swings the battle really far in one direction where mm-hmm. if I have a character who has the right weakness and I picked, you know, I made the right team, the battle is over in like, you know, five minutes. And if I don't, then it feels like it'll take like 20 minutes and I might as well just restart. It will probably be more efficient to just restart the battle, go back to the checkpoint and start the battle all over with a better team. Or if they die, in the middle of battle, and I don't have like characters who are strong against whatever opponent or boss elemental wise, then I feel like, okay, well, I'll just restart it. And like, the, those, your op- those are your options like, restart the battle and try again, do it the proper way, or like, go grind. Um, and like, part of the problem is that like, you have so many characters um, and you want to use all of them, but they don't like. You say you're in, like, chapter four or whatever of the story, your character's not, a, like, leveled up to somebody who you'd be leveling up for four chapters, right? They, they don't come in on the same level. They, like, come in as, like, somebody that you would have been playing for, like, chapter one. So you just have to, like, basically grind them to an appropriate level if you want to use them to continue the story and that just kind of slows down the pace of it where it's like oh they have like really cool abilities but we'll die in one fucking shot because of the level of enemies how
1: grind heavy is it
0: um i think if you stick with like the same team it probably wouldn't be that grind heavy but like the way that guys trying to like get through the variety through all of them in like one playthrough it really made it like a little bit grindy like it, they they ju- it's kind of like uh, an exponential curve under leveling up like the initial like two three levels are like super duper fast like they barely cost any experience um but it's also uses like a weird experience system where you like get shards and the shards are like defined by certain elements and those elements level up certain attributes like and you can't really choose how um like it's not like a skill point system where you get to choose which skills you're putting stuff into mm-hmm um, you need, like, certain skill, skill and elemental attributes to level up certain, attru- certain skills, or, you know. So if you want to put points into defense, well, you'd have to have enough shards that are, like, uh, whatever the defense element is. And they kind of just drop randomly between battles. So you kind of just end up doing, you know, putting them into whatever uh, stat that isn't scarce instead of kind of trying to like use a, like the same resource to kind of build up your character in like a specific build so they the the, the leveling curve like kind of uh skyrockets mm-hmm. you like hit levels really high and like all your stats and then it kind of just evens out and then everybody kind of ends up with like the same sort of build because you're just using whatever you got um which is good and bad like I mean you can get your characters up fairly fast but then it's kind of feels like a slog to if you want if you're trying to get like a specific character to have like more defense or something and i think they also this isn't super clear but i think they also build characters in a way where they're more aligned towards certain types of things where like they'll be like elementally aligned to like whatever to be like a tank style character or whatever where they'll like You'll, the the stats will be such that you can put, you need fewer resources to, like, level up their defense, and you'll need a lot more if you want them to kind of do something they're not good at. Like, if somebody's more, like, taking a, da- takes damage, and you can, like, super fast level up their defense, but their, their attack is going to take, like, a really long time and a really long amount, a really large amount of resources to kind of break them out of the builds that the developers have kind of predefined for them. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does. This sounds it, it sounds really um I, I really, you know, I'm not that old, but you know, I also don't <laughs> have time to uh cheek around with stuff, but it sounds really uh, accessible. At least yeah, you, I I, th- I
0: think if I think as far as the battle networks likes that I've played, this is one of the combat systems that I have liked the most like even when it's really hard even when it's kind of jank even when it's you know kind of a roller coaster of difficulty mm-hmm. um i like the new ideas that they put in i like the general flow of it and you know if i didn't i wouldn't have spent like an hour <laughs> grinding like i think i spent like 30 minutes fighting a boss that's like you know supposed to be like near unwinnable, but I'm like, fuck that. No, I'm going to, I know this boss is coming. I'm going to grind this character off. And then if it takes me 30 minutes to defeat this character so that I can beat her for story reasons and prove something, then I will.
1: Because at least with me, I mean, it, you know, with turn base, especially with grid turn base. Yeah. It's that's something that, come on, I just don't have time for, but at least it sounds really exciting. I mean, that cool down feature that you mentioned kind of, i wouldn't say kind of kind of turn off i mean i can understand sort of kind of but at least it sounds something fast-paced something you know that you can probably pick up and you know do you can probably sink in but also at the same time you don't have to devote your life to it like other turn-based grid-based you know games out there yeah
0: it's it's story-based but it's definitely an action game and i feel like I haven't completed the story yet, but it's kind of on pace to finish itself within like a reasonable time frame, you know. And then it's it seems like something with its um, story choices and character moments and like really large roster, because there's points where you can like make the right decision and right call, or defeat a certain boss or find a certain area, and that'll unlock more characters that you wouldn't normally get. Um, it seems like something that they intend for you is to do multiple playthroughs to see how the events do, events um, unfold. And the story is kind of thematically like about looping and attempt, kind of attempting your hand at making things right every single time, again and again, even if it doesn't.
1: Uh, the the premise sounds time. familiar. It sounds like I forgot it wasn't. Was you know, I history. mean,
0: it's it's a loop game. It, you know, yeah, there's what, like a mil- there's a million things like that. No,
1: well, what was the most prominent one? I think it was for the PS3 and PSP.
0: PS3 and PSP. Was it like ten minute
1: hero, thirty minute hero? Oh half minute hero yeah. you're thinking uh, of. I'm not saying that it sounds something like that, but you know, at least the overall I guess mm-hmm. the Mavic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's that's the big thing that I've been playing. Um then I've been playing Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've
1: I've seen your propaganda posts.
0: My propaganda <laughs> posts. I feel like they're I feel like they're reasoned, you know? <laughs> I'm big Sonic fan. Uh I am the Sonic apologist in many ways, you know. Um I think it's there's a lot of things that I like about it, but there's also, you know, if they said "I oh, well we're gonna make a normal Sonic game Normal Sonic levels in it. No, no, no. You if want this or an open world game? I would say, fuck it. give me a normal Sonic game. I just want to play a game, beat it in four hours, and be like, damn, that was fun. You well, know, for the, for the uncultured
1: out there, and I'm probably doing this to rile you up and rile other people <laughs> up, but but define a normal Sonic
0: game. I mean, one that has like levels that are like you know two to five minutes long, that. You know, maybe have a mix of either exclusively 2D stages or 3D stages or a mix of 2D and 3D moments where you, like, run really fast, you do cool tricks, you jump on enemies' heads, like that kind of thing. Have, they made,
1: have they made a Sonic skateboarding game yet?
0: Um, They made a Sonic hoverboard racing game, but they didn't make a skateboarding game. Uh, They did make... You can skateboard in one of the Olympics games, I think, though. I definitely played the last Sonic in the Olympics. Sonic and Mario at the Olympics, and Tails was, like, doing sick tricks on a skateboard, but they they really should just make, like, a Tony Hawk with Sonic, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd play it. That shit seems obvious. You know, you, like, grind a rail, and then you do a sick loop to loop and you do a boost and do some tricks. Who do you want to try... develop
1: it, though? Who uh...
0: Probably, what is it? Vicarious Visions or whoever who did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Plus Two? They're probably they're they got like uh, sent to the Call of Duty mines, right? <laughs> was it, was it just, Vicarious? I I don't remember. You know, they get, the the people who did those Tony Hawk's One and Two remakes. You know, just which like was very them, good, by the way.
1: I, I really pretty good, it, you yeah. know,
0: like that. But it's fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, I mean, Slam Dunk, Bam, Easy, Sega, Easy Money, Hire Me you know the Sega's hiring. I guess <laughs> uh, yeah, Sonic Frontiers is it's it's cool. Um it seems like they they hired Ian Flynn who's worked on like the Sonic comics for like a really long time. He did a bunch of Archie comics that people liked uh pre that getting shut down and then he's been I think the main writer on the Sonic the Hedgehog comic. Um the IDW series that everybody really likes because, like, it you know cares about the story and the characters and um, really nails kind of the character arcs and things like that. Uh, and you can kind of see it come through a little bit here, but it's also just like Sega saw Breath of the Wild. And they're like, "We're gonna put Sonic in Breath of the Wild," and I'm like, "Yeah, uh, you sure fucking did." <laughs> and it sometimes it feels like he's writing. Um, good material that has just kind of been inserted where it can be you know you'll like do a fucking mission where you like do loop the loops around a field to like cut grass or something and then you'll like get a chaos emerald or something like that seems like not (laughs) uh it seems like the the progression of the story and the the game are like completely separated Like the like the like the the writing is considered and like this part of the game is considered, but they never considered them together or whatever. Like they kind of like after the fact stapled them together. Um, That part's. I mean, I do like Sonic's new. uh, The one thing I will say is I really like Sonic's new movement set. Like he just fucking has so many moves that they put it on a skill tree. It's like a very small skill tree, but he has a fucking skill tree now, and he can do like combat moves and uses every button on the controller for some reason.
1: That sounds very like I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, my exposure—it's not really that limited. But the only Sonic game that I really, really, really sunk a lot of time into are just recent games. So just hearing you know people's thoughts on Sonic games in general, I mean, it's it's always interesting in here. I um, would I play that game that you're you know that you're talking about? Probably not. <laughs> I'll be honest, since. Especially when you mention Breath of the Wild. That already is a red flag for me.
0: <laughs> you don't like that game, huh? It's... <sighs> That's for another episode. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't like that game either. But the thing I don't like about that game is um, what I don't like doing the puzzles and one that I, I don't like the pace of it. It's like a little slow and long for me. Um, it is the, Sonic is not that, that game the zones are the it's open zone it's not one continuous map you go from like one map to one map so it's like a smaller kind of hub of activities to do that's themed around an area and also sonic runs really fast
1: like like i will say though i'm more inclined and i have played you know a bit of the 2d games i it's not out of you know you can't pin me on nostalgia because i have i really don't have any nostalgia with sonic but you know if i do play a sonic game that's not the racing games which by the way you know they should
0: Man, definitely they should make a new one yeah they should make they should a new at least new put new that one. game on backwards compatibility what the fuck is happening i yeah, they, think they did, it I mean, is but they should make like a ps5 version of it you know
1: yeah they should and you know i, I i'm more inclined to play the uh the 2d ones actually no I, I take that back i also did play quite a bit of the sonic fighting game for whatever reason
0: i think it's pretty fun yeah only well, like fighting. which one though?
1: I forgot. It was a really polygonish one. Yeah, the Sonic I, I a, the Fighters. Yeah, I, I played as a kid. I played a lot of it. I think that introduced me to Virtual Fighter for some reason. I don't know yeah, how I mean, that. It happened.
0: is basically like a Virtual Fighter game, right? Yeah.
1: I, I don't know how that. Ha- I don't know how I went from there to Virtual Fighter, but What's it that? happened. I mean,
0: that's how they went. They went from yeah. Virtual Fighter to Fighting Vipers, and then they made Sonic the Fighters out of Fighting Vipers. You know, whatever. Oh, yeah. What if virtual Fighter could l- let you kick bombs at your enemies? <laughs> I think that's a pretty good pitch.
1: But yeah, I, I guess... It, what I if guess... you had a
0: fucking gun?
1: <laughs> With swords? But yeah, I, I guess your, uh, your point of view on that, it's, it's pretty interesting. But like I said, I probably want to touch it, especially now you
0: said. Yeah, I, like I don't the know. World. I, I, the thing that I like about it is that you could run around a Sonic, and then you can hit a loop to loop and then it lands you right in front of another loop to loop and then you're like, all right, I'm going to fucking grind that rail, and then you grind that rail up something, and then just some bonus thing. Is it, is it as
1: satisfying as Jet Set Radio? Uh,
0: I think it controls better than Jet Set Radio because I think Jet Set Radio controls like ass. <laughs> I have not played Future in a long time, though. I did play the HD remakes of Jet Set Radio, not Future, and I was like... Damn, this game is stiff as fuck.
1: <laughs> I guess I guess what I meant by satisfying, because you know when you hit that rail, you know what I mean. The With rail jet- grinding
0: is cool. Doing tricks is cool. Running a wall is cool, but it doesn't feel like as designed of a space mm-hmm. where you're you know like in jet set radio, you can kind of see how like the whole thing is like ch- designed for you to kind of chain moves together, especially if you're I'm thinking more future at this point, Jet Set Radio Future where it's kind of like you kind of race. There's kind of like a racetrack of like sick tricks to chain together. Um, this is not so much that, unfortunately.
1: Well, I mean, I can say, I mean, it's, it's a Sonic game at the forefront, I guess not, you know,
0: Well, yeah. it would be cool if they made one, like you said, this isn't like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, sick tricks game. What are they doing? Easy slam dunk.
1: I mean, what, what do they have to lose? I mean, I know the fan base is pretty vocal. Uh, The fan base
0: is vocal and also (laughs) like very uh, fragmented because Sonic has done so many different things. I think at the end of the day, Sonic has done like so many fucking different things. It's more marked by experimentation than any consistency. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know. But isn't
1: that a good thing? thing? I mean, in a way, isn't that it? Really, isn't I think
0: I think it's at least interesting. I I always find like a Sonic game at least interesting in some way, you know, even if I don't like it. Um, I hope that they like you know pick an idea and refine it at some point. <laughs> I'm getting kind of di- tired of like every game being like a completely different thing, but uh, I think they're mostly successful this time. It seems
1: like it. It, it seems like uh, I've seen a lot of less angry uh, thoughts out there. Yeah, like I that feel like the this discourse
0: is gonna get toxic immediately when people get their hands on it. <laughs> There, I feel like people are going to start picking sides
1: well, I mean that's that's unavoidable with any franchise that's mm-hmm.
0: been
1: real yeah unless it's football manager
0: yeah yeah are you playing the new football manager
1: 2023 no because I it's it's a rescan of 20, 2013 2014. The new football
0: manager games have a pandemic simulation like the way they had brexit simulation.
1: You, you you can you can have those in mods for older games. That's the beauty of oh, football. But I wanted
0: to know if it was inside of the game.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Eventually, I'll, I'll get to, I'll I'll get I'll play twenty twenty three and twenty twenty seven. I I know I know for a fact our podcast will still be up because we, <laughs> I guarantee you we will outlive a majority of video game websites out there. So you can bet on it.
0: That's my promise to you guys. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, we don't have to pay anybody. Yeah. We don't get paid. We lose money on this. <laughs> yeah, you know, as long as we still have jobs, I guess we'll continue doing this infrequently.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that's the uh, beauty of not being a real business.
1: I guess so. Uh, well, um... Let me see. Oh, I guess this is the miscellaneous part. And let's see if we have more video games to talk about.
0: Uh, I can get to them after this. I'll take a little break from talking.
1: I uh, I got an iPad Mini. I I switched. I, I don't know if you guys remember, but I talked about getting a normal iPad, but I really wanted something with USB Type C because
0: do normal iPads not have? No, well the now iPads don't. They still have Lightning.
1: Now they do. Now they have USB Type C. Oh, fine. But... But I, I also prefer the Mini because it's a little bit more ergonomical, I guess, especially um, on your commutes where you can just easily play games.
0: Yeah, that's I, that's why I bought the Mini because I was just like, I can one hand this.
1: Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's actually one of the finest products that Apple has, you know, pumped out. I'm, I'm really Apple's Apple. It's whatever to me. I mean, they yeah. can do a lot better. They can also be a lot cheaper,
0: but they sure, the, yeah, they sure could knock like three hundred dollars off the price of that thing.
1: But yeah, they, the iPad Mini, I like it. I, yeah. I wish there was a micro SD card, but you can, you know, say that with any Apple product yeah, out or, there.
0: Unfortunately, that's like also many other products. The fucking new Microsoft Surface versions—they took out the SD card slot,
1: which is why. I mean, I,
0: yeah, why? So you <laughs> can make it like one millimeter th- thinner. I don't care. You can make it three millimeters thicker. Also buy it if it has a fucking USB port and a micro SD slot in it. I don't want to have to remove my entire hard drive to upgrade my storage.
1: Well, I mean, it's also pretty impossible. I mean, you would have to tear that thing apart just to replace a hard drive on the surface. At least at least the traditional surfaces and you have a uh... There's a huge risk of you cracking the crate. Oh, yeah.
0: My surface is currently broken and I haven't had the money to send it in to get it replaced. So, I you really might as well just buy a new one. one. You honestly might as well just buy one. Well, a new I have insurance one. on it that oh, okay. costs like $100 to like make a claim. <laughs> so, I'm just like, all right, when I get paid, I have to send that thing in because insurance is costing me more than. At some point, if I wait long enough, I will have spent the amount of money to you know, get a new one.
1: Uh, Well, I don't know. Technology sucks.
0: Yeah, those things are expensive and they break really easily.
1: But they're such really good devices. They really are. Especially, I really really
0: do miss my Surface because, like, every single time I have to do something. Like, I do like the iPad, but every single time I have to, like, do something like, I don't know, like, test a piece of software. Or, like, I really want to quickly, like, you know, try a game or something. Um, I just can't. Or if I want to like, type up a document, I'm like, oh, yeah, this thing has like mouse and keyboard support, but um, it runs desktop sites like AS because it's a mobile platform. Or, you know, uh, I have to use the YouTube app, which is really bad on iOS for some reason. It feels like they put a web browser inside of an application instead of making a real application because it's so much worse than the one on my phone.
1: Well, I think that's, that's kind of on purpose from Google. Yeah. I would, I would probably think so because yeah, I, I uh my main phone's an Android and you know, just comparing day and night, you know, with the YouTube app. I mean, it's it's just uh just pettiness from uh Google at that point. It really is.
0: Uh but it I also sense. miss the surface because I used to I like I watch a lot of fucking YouTube or whatever, or like you know, put things on when I go to sleep. Uh and you know what's really nice about having a full computer? It's a web browser. You can just put an ad blocker on it and you know you never see the ads ever again. (laughs) And now I'm trapped into Chicago political ad hell for the next month.
1: Oh, at least at least the time of recording it's going to end after tomorrow. So yeah.
0: That that was just awful. Just the most depressing political ads and just like people making promises that you know they're not going to keep. That's
1: fun. But I'm
0: glad you have an iPad mini now. You've joined the mini club. Have you loaded it up with any manga yet?
1: No, I, I haven't. I've been mostly using it just as a glorified YouTube machine. <laughs> and, you know, just a few games here and there because I uh, I got another three, three months, I guess, with Apple Arcade.
0: So I just. I think I have to call them because when I got on there, I once I got that first three months. Right. Mm-hmm. But they were like, here, here's a free, like one month. When I went to the store page, because I was on the store page, I'm like, okay, I'll do that, and then I'll redeem the three months. I can't redeem the three months anymore for some reason, because they don't, like, give you a code or something normal.
1: No, it's it's just in there embedded in your um, yeah you, But now that
0: every time I click it, it's just like, oh, you want to pay five bucks for it? I'm like, no, give me my three months. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for this.
1: But yeah, I mean, I've I've been just like tinkering around, especially with, with a few Apple Arcade games. Which, by the way, I uh, I mean, I know a lot of them are leaning towards Switch, and I think that's for the better because that, I mean, yeah. I know you I know you can just sync up your Xbox or your PlayStation Four controller, but um, it's it's not being you know snooty or platform war-ish or whatever. But it's just better on actual gaming hardware. But it's it's fun. I, I guess Apple Arcade it's great to experiment with those games that you know that will eventually hit the, you know, the Switch or or PlayStation or whatever, so. Yeah. yeah. And it's also
0: fun to, like, see a cool game that came out on Switch and be like, oh, yeah, I can just download this on Apple Arcade for free now. Mm-hmm. It's to have my free trial. And it's, it just been an Apple Arcade game for a year. <laughs> you know? Um, I think, well, I mean, we discussed it before, but like, the ecosystem is so much better set up now for games, but unfortunately a lot of the cool games have just been shoved out the door by Apple's constant updates and you know, lack of care for history.
1: Yeah, especially with their with their migration from x86 to x64, which... It sucks
0: because, like, I yeah, yeah you can just put in an Xbox controller and it works and, like, it feels good and it's like, well, you, like, solved this problem that somebody that people seemed like they couldn't figure out for, like, a long time and then
1: and it's, it's awful because you can actually still download those old games. It still pops up on your download list.
0: and then you <laughs> it's do download. You They'll just never work again. Yeah. yeah. It'll
1: be on your home screen. And then when you tap on it says the developer has to update this to blah, blah, blah. And then it get and then I think it auto deletes afterwards. So what's. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, they just spit on you, huh? Yeah. I don't know. That's, re- that's really funny. Um, sucks. Technology sucks. Yeah, technology is a bummer.
1: This is why piracy is a thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Not <laughs> now. I mean I'm, I I wish it was just, easier to pirate Apple
0: games. I,
1: I know back back in the day, I think Cydia. Yeah, Cydia, and then you would just like download the repository in Cydia, and you can just pirate all the Apple games you want. But since now basically the jailbreaking scene, as far as I know, I ha- I really don't check, but as far as I know, it's it's more or less dead. Yeah. Is that accurate to say? So, no one, I mean, yeah, no one's bothered just uploading those uh, IPAs. I think, well, IPA is a beer, but is it called IPAs? See? <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, you, you know, whatever the Apple extension is, you know. Yeah, the
0: Apple, the Apple, the, the, the version of APKs, yeah, yeah, whatever.
1: But, you know, back in the day, back in my day, you can, easily, you can just easily pirate them. Now, I guess since the modding jailbreak scene is dead, at least at least here in the united states i don't know about elsewhere but you know i don't know you just have to it's everything's all subscription-based so there really is yeah. no need to pirate yeah, I, think,
0: I think that's also one of the problems is that like a lot of games are moving to a subscription-based model mm-hmm. and by the nature of the subscription and like the online check and stuff it makes it more complicated and annoying to play them there's not really a lot of standalone games or if there are standalone games, they still like require you to check the internet or whatever.
1: Nope, that's, that's, that's because I game. I got stuck
0: on a trip and then, you know, I had an iPad full of games. Um and my brother was trying to play some of them and you know, he clicked on my all that game looks interesting. He clicked and I'm like, You gotta be connected to the internet, you motherfucker. I'm like, Oh, okay. So this is just like gigabytes of space on my iPad, that's just useless because I'm not, you know, on Wi-Fi.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I know we sound like a bunch of old people ranting, but no, really. Yeah, we're we're still... So, at least, I, you know, I'm you're still... You're approaching 30. <laughs> I'm...
0: What? What? Two, three more years?
1: <laughs> no, it's just awful. Like I, I remember going on a rant a few episodes ago where I wanted to buy a new TV, and they're all Android based. Now, no, I just want a normal TV. I just want a normal TV <laughs> where I can plug in an HDMI cord into. It. I don't need like if I want YouTube, I'll just go through my PlayStation or Xbox. If I yeah. want, I it's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Everything <laughs> sucks. Everything sucks.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's that's when you become an old head. You're like, back in the 360 days. <laughs> you could just download Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and play it on your Xbox. With all the music that used to be in there.
1: Back in my day, I can customize my icons on my PSP. All I had to do was open up a battery... We were, don't you remember that little battery? <laughs> Just to like jailbreak your PSP, you had to like yeah. bust open a battery. The Pandora battery. <laughs>
0: Pandora. <laughs> it's really good. Nobody calls their nobody calls their hacking tools cool shit anymore. Well,
1: I, I, guess, with, I, I guess with the Switch, you have to have a, a youth hacker it's, it's Switch. Not, you I need mean, it's a paperclip dongle thingy. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I it's don't...
0: called an RCM jig. Yeah. I mean, at least the, the custom firmwares and stuff are named cool things.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. That, that's that's really it. I, I guess, yeah. I guess for uh, any upcoming purchases, uh, we talked in the pre-show. I'm I'm probably considering getting a. Uh, I, I'm w- I'm waiting on a revision for the Steam Deck. Yeah. Just so I can play Dead or Alive uh, Five <laughs> and so Six. Just play out. I'm just out my commutes, but um.
0: You you have an Xbox? Uh, I guess you can't play it on your commute. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you could if you really want it. I mean,
1: yeah, that. yeah, I can play if I really, really, really want it. But no, I just need it locally. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for a revision. I'm hoping there'll be one su- at least after the holidays. If not, then I'll probably
0: buy. it. I'm hoping that some of their competitors that are popping up now come up with one that's like decent. That- like I know all of them are going to be more expensive, and poss and like. You know, I mean, you're some you're, of them are actually already more powerful, but like I think most of the ones that are going to be like the, the price range are probably going to cost like a hundred to two hundred dollars more and be equivalent in performance or worse because they can't, you know, undercut the price of components and stuff. And I but, mean,
1: you are a residential handheld expert here with uh with. 50 but people. I would
0: love to have like a <laughs> Windows handheld. You know,
1: is is the Aya Neo? Is it also proprietary or is it Windows?
0: That one just uses Windows 11 okay. straight up. It's cool, uh, but the technology they're using is like a little bit lower end. Why mm-hmm. is uh, it more expensive? So because uh, Valve is underpricing. Oh. They're like, you know, they're selling it at a loss because they're going to make all the money back through Steam. And they sure fucking have made their money back off of me. <laughs> well, they're uh, selling, at yeah, they sell it, they're selling it at a loss. Yeah, they're selling it at a loss. The Steam deck probably costs like 500 to $800 to make or something, and they don't care. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, nobody else can do that. They have to make money on the hardware.
1: You know, if there's a Black Friday deal on the Steam Deck, I'll probably. I'll probably yeah. it. I, I think mean... the
0: big thing for me is that a lot of the things like Steam already has like a, so much software and stuff that they can do that, like, re- really is like the Steam controller stuff that they do on the Steam Deck is like so much far. It's fucking above and beyond like anything that any other console manufacturer is doing. Um, and also. It actually has good battery life, like the other systems and stuff. they are like, here's a fucking hull sensor stick that'll never drift, um, and here's a fucking OLED screen. And then the battery life is like two hours long. And I'm like, that's not a that's not a handheld anymore, you know?
1: So it has. I can't get life. through a
0: whole fucking movie on my handheld, you know, the, a movie length time of gaming. Like it's useless to me.
1: But what you what do you say? It has to hit,
0: like, the Switch at least, like, the Switch battery life isn't good, but you can hit, like, three to four hours and you can get really long standby time, which is really important. Um, So if it's not, like, hitting three to four hours like, the Steam Deck doesn't hit three to four hours if you're using it for, like, you know super high-end 3D games it's fucking, it'll get you one to two hours but if you're, like, doing normal you know, emulation or, like, 2D games, you can get up to, like, six hours of battery depending on how you set your settings and like I can't lab I'm not gonna bother with anything that's gonna run for one hour or ninety minutes, I've seen on some of them. And so it's just like this thing costs a thousand dollars and it only runs for ninety minutes, like that's <laughs> it's useless to me.
1: You have the uh the five twelve gig version? Or? Yeah, I
0: bought the 512 one because it has like an anti glare screen or whatever. So I don't think uh, makes that much of a difference, but also I didn't want to bother replacing the hard drive. Do you take it out with you to your commutes or I take it all out of my commutes, but the thing with it is that the CTA is really full on most of the times that I go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So depending on if I get up early enough or if I'm leaving late enough, then I'll have time to actually sit. And you need elbow room for the Steam Deck. With the Switch, you know, you can hold it close to your body because the thing is small. The Steam Deck, you just need like out, you need arm room. So like if I'm trying to squeeze in and not elbow somebody who's sitting next to me, I'm not taking out the Steam Deck. I'm just not going to fucking do it. I'm just going to look like a real asshole. I'm going to be like spread out, you know, my my elbows, like jabbing somebody else's backpack or st- sticking into somebody who's like um, standing next to me. And I'm definitely not going to play it standing because that shit's way too heavy. Um, then I'm just going to bring out my Switch. Now I just carry my Switch and my Steam Deck together. I thought the Steam Deck would like replace it. I was like, oh, they, everything runs so much better. I'm going to do it. But now I like carry both of them because I'm, like, an asshole, because I'm just like, I want to play Switch.
1: Well, well, well in regards to, like, Switch, I mean, like, I've, I've you know, I kind of do want a Steam Deck also to, I guess, to more or less replace the Switch, but at the same time, I think the Switch still has its purpose, especially since I have, you know, quite a few games that i bought for it, and I can't be bothered to... Uh, buy them again, yeah. Buy them, yeah, I guess, so, yeah, buy them again or pirate them again, and, you know, play yeah. them on the uh, that. Uh,
0: it's also really sure. annoying to pirate things on a Steam Deck. Because you have to like everything runs through a compatibility layer and if you buy it on Steam or use some other launcher mm-hmm. that you have an account on, you like you can run the whole thing through it and it will install stuff for you. But if you're like running like cracked games or like you know up, unzipping the GOG file or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to run that. you have to put the installer it's just the shortcut into steam run the shortcut there and then you have to redirect the shortcut so that it goes to the game and it's like this whole like multi-layered thing that we're like this can go wrong this can go wrong maybe you don't have the prerequisites and then you have to find the prerequisite file and it's like really it's just really annoying
1: now what about mods or like custom DLL files because for for example i guess the uk use case for me a certain fighting game or I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on DLC <laughs> for costumes, but I found this one DLL file that basically unlocked all those costumes and uh. You, know, um, so.
0: you can make it work. It's kind of annoying because it uses Proton, which is like I guess like an offshoot of Wine, and like they're basically making tiny little Windows directories for every single game. Mm-hmm. So like every game has its like own My Documents folder, My Program Files folder where things are like nested and like named in weird ways um you can make it work but i don't know it's kind of it's been kind of hit and miss i tried to copy just copy a save and i spent like probably over an hour figuring out the system and how to do it and all that stuff and then it just didn't work (laughs) so it's it's kind of hit and miss on that front and you'll also you'd also really want to be sitting in front of Someplace that has a mouse and keyboard, if not a bigger screen, because it's a nightmare to do, even with a, the touchpads pads are good, but they're not good enough to like, I mean, like try like doing intensive file editing and video editing on like a laptop trackpad, right? You don't want, you don't want to, it's miserable. It sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if I'm committed to save, you know, a couple hundred dollars on costumes and characters, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> You can find a way, probably. Come, come on, Koi Takuma. How, how are you going to put Mai as a DLC for Daredevil Alive?
0: It's like she's not even a DLC anymore. Not in five. Well, I yeah. bought five to play with my friends, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to finally play Mai. And they're like, they took her out of this game.
1: But yeah, at least in don't six. Only play also, her in six. But she costs like $7. But That's you know. fucked up. That's fucked up that you can't play her in five.
0: That licensing seems whack.
1: I don't like what's, like? what's the difference? So, like, why can you play here in 6?
0: Well, why can't I can not play? play in the old game? They just decided they don't want to pay for that anymore or something? Well, I, don't, I don't know, but it's still a good part. Like I can bring out Run 2006 back. <laughs> you know, It's like that situation.
1: I, I guess we come to the point, I guess uh, we're closing up, but I guess we're going to talk about games that we'll play and possibly discuss in the next episode. So what about you? What, what games are you looking forward
0: to? I mean, I've been playing Never Awake, which is really cool um twin stick shooter it has this like storybookish almost burden bird like tim burden edward Gorey esque like childlike grotesque um look to it where you but the the interesting part about it is like you don't just get through the levels that you like a loop you like do a level and then it loops And you start to level over and fight the same enemies but they become harder and more aggressive and things like that and the goal is just the the main goal of each level is just like get all the souls like you shoot and you like basically try to destroy enemies fast enough to get pickups and stuff um that's really cool i'll probably have more to say about it um next time i did think it was really funny that i followed this game for a really long time and then was it shuhei yoshida of playstation was just like check out the sick game that i'm excited to play on my steam deck i'm like what bro (laughs) it was it was really funny um i don't know something about the playstation guy tweeting about some indie game on his steam deck it's like it really tickled me um and then
1: well shuha i mean he's a he, he he's he likes all of them to, to he's, a, he's a real gamer. Him he's and Sakurai. He's a real gamer. He's right? in
0: soccer Eye's collection of Famicom cartridges. Uh, I mean, intense.
1: I've, I'm pretty sure you you've watched all his YouTube videos, right? I watched.
0: Uh, you know, they're okay. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can tell they're like bankrolled by Nintendo, but
0: yeah, it's also he's also very um, he's like old game developer mindset. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like all his advice is really old business sense shit that's like you know, archaic salaryman shit kinda of thinking. It's really funny. Um I feel like he's of a very different generation of the people who make games now. Um That and uh I've been building I've been g i have been I got I ordered a lot of PlayStation controllers and I'm gonna excited to get those. Um I do have to return one because some of the buttons on it don't work and it sucks because it's big and heavy. It's that flight stick that has, like, two sticks on it.
1: The Ace Combat one? For the PlayStation 2?
0: For the PlayStation 1.
1: Oh, nice. Very nice. It's Personal this one.
0: Pictures. It's really... <laughs> Ooh,
1: very it's really nice. really
0: big, but it has, like, buttons on the like, joysticks that don't work or double press i'm like this fucking sucks like i hate that like two of the oh, buttons just don't work properly so i i think i need to return it and see if anybody else is selling one which is a pain because they're hard to come by um and, but i got but i also ordered like a ned is that a nedcon the twisty one the namco twist controller and the jogcon They're like really weird analog control. Basically, I've been collecting a bunch of weird analog controllers from before the DualShock. And I'll have more to say about that. And I also started building like a dual stick setup. Where is that thing? A dual stick setup to like play virtual. Have you ever seen the game Virtual On? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Sega one where you like control a robot with like two sticks. Mm Mm-hmm. uh I've been wanting one of those forever, but they cost like $400. So I said, fuck it, I'll build one. And at some point, I'm sure all the costs together that I've spent learning how to make one of these things is going to probably have cost as much as just paying $400 for one. (laughs) But it's been fun. But it's Um, the
1: experience.
0: (laughs) It's the experience. It's the experience that matters. Yeah, I've been building one of those, and I played some virtual on with it, and it was really cool. And I'm going to probably build a better version of it now that i've worked out how all the wiring and stuff works um but it's like a twin stick controller you know you can use it for like twin stick games like if you want to play some robotron or something that's pretty cool but it is really cool to control a giant robot with two joysticks it turns out it feels like you're doing some real anime shit, you know uh Hopefully uh, this doesn't worm itself into my brain and then next time I'm, I'll be talking about like Steel Battalion. Yeah, So I bought an Xbox and this $400 mech controller. <laughs> it's really cool actually. You know, when it has multiple uses. You can really use it for like flight simulators and stuff. If you... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save the controller, the real big controller talk until next time. Um, what are you looking forward to? I feel like there's a lot on the horizon since we're in November and they're trying to make everybody buy gifts for Christmas.
1: Well, I, I guess, yeah, de- depending on, on sales, I mean, possibly a Steam Deck, uh, but if not, Pac-World, actually. You know, that Pac-Man uh, game? remake? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they put out a remake. That's weird that they put out a remake of Clonoa in Pac-Man World.
1: But yeah, um, I'll probably touch upon Kanoa uh, later, but I I, I really love Pac-Man. I, that's, you know there's only one Pac-Man game where I was legitimately disappointed in was Championship Edition 2 like <laughs> that fucking that, God, that, that, that like I remember they're like giving that out on PlayStation Network at yeah, one point like I wouldn't even download this for free <laughs> but it's like I, I have money
0: for that Yeah well. I, I have it on Steam me. I paid good I think I have two copies because I bought that Switch collection and it's I just read Pac-Man Championship Edition I was like oh shit Pac-Man Championship Edition is in here and then it was Championship Edition 2 and I was so mad at myself but like like pac-man had a near 100 percent
1: like hit rate, hit rate until camp but anyway whatever pack world uh you'll hear my thoughts of it soon i i will probably buy it after this episode
0: yeah but then you gotta tell me how it uh compares to the pac-man and the ghostly adventures mascot <laughs> platformers games obviously because you've played those but um other than that
1: uh you know back in uh Back in my time in Nippon, I bought a few uh, models to build. Uh,
0: <laughs> Why did you say it like
1: that? Like <laughs> <in
0: Gaishin. laughs>
1: um, yeah, I bought a few models, mostly Macross models. It's much more easier and much more tolerable than uh, Gunpla. <laughs> <laughs> You're here to hear!
0: Macross, mo- Macross models. Yeah, and it really Gunpla. is. And plus, you, you,
1: you, no, no, because I also have more of an attachment to Macross more than you know Gundam. I mean, I love Gundam, but I... I, I have just more attachment to Mocross and Gundam in general.
0: But, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, it's, I just, there's like five people who like lit up hearing that.
1: <laughs> but, but, but no, it, it, no, I mean, I respect both, but I prefer one, you know, it's, it's called having opinions, you know, this is the internet. <laughs> so, well, I, okay. I don't know. I'll probably touch upon other video games. Like I've been, I've been replaying. Uh, I'm probably going to re- replay shadow of the Closses pretty soon. I don't know whether if I should you play
0: that PS4 version.
1: I have the PS4 version, but I'm thinking about just re emulating the PS2 version since the PS4 version. And I think you've touched upon this in one of your YouTube videos. Yeah, I have um, like
0: a YouTube video that everybody hates me for. No, no, but <laughs> no, it's the truth. It is the truth. It
1: really is the truth. And you know, the, those people who are, you know, blasting your video, I'm, I'm really sorry, but uh, it's, you know, if, if you're one of those folks who, who've watched their video and who's also an admin listener of this podcast, I just want to let you know your opinion's wrong. It's bad. <laughs> no, it really is. No, all right, all right. I, I know we should be ending soon, but <sighs> get a CRT TV, put up your 4K, to, what, 1080 4K, play those two side by side and tell me, and this isn't nostalgia at all. It really is not nostalgia. It's like a lot has been lost. And, you know, for lack of a better word, a lot has been lost in translation with the PlayStation 2 version and with the Blue Point version that they pumped on the PS4. Like, if, if you... Shadow and Colossus by itself, it's a great game. Like, if you only get to play the PlayStation 4 version, if that is your only way you can play it, then, you know, go for it. But if you have a chance to play the PlayStation 2 version... and There's a PlayStation
0: 3 version also. Yeah, PlayStation 3, but you know... The yeah, blue points also. they
1: the play the PlayStation Two version. I mean, I, I can go a little bit more in depth, but you know, Amber has this really great video that you know, if you haven't watched it, you should go watch it. But you know, they touch upon are really you know really a lot of good points. But uh, yeah, I I guess you know small. Do tangent. you do
0: for a playthrough of that one? Yeah, I really want to play that again. I do have the PS4 version. I didn't really play it. <laughs> To be honest with you, I just watched like hours of footage and been like, "Damn, what the fuck is happening?" No,
1: no, no, but uh, but honestly, no. You're telling the truth, and I'm really honestly surprised that not a lot of people feel
0: the way that we feel. There there were definitely people who were like, "Oh shit!" Like you know, you make a good point. You get like this, but you know, a lot of people like silently enjoy it, and then you you, you get the the people who really disagree with you are much more inclined to comment.
1: But, yeah, it, it really isn't nostalgia. It really... Because, you know, there, there it are... Is all, it is a very
0: different art yeah, direction, right?
1: Yeah, it's a very different art direction. There, there's a lot of video games out there that their remaster, you know, counterparts <laughs> triumphs over the original version. Like, I would recommend... And I'm not going to listen right now, but there are games out there that, you know, play the remastered version over the original, you know, version. But in the case with you know, with the games like these where the... Or you know, over time, you know, the original art direction, that's that's where it's at. It's not being snooty, it's not being nostalgic, it's it's just it's there, it's right in front of you. If you do a side by side comparison, if you show it to a person who has never played Shadow Colossus before, I'm willing to bet at least seventy five percent of them will choose a PlayStation Two version.
0: I feel like now you're being an old man, because I don't think that's true. I would like to believe that is true. I would generally like to believe that's true, but I feel like people are like, oh, more realistic graphics is good, you know?
1: I I guess so, but I I don't know. I think this is one hill that I will honestly die on. (laughs) Yeah, me too. If you do a side-by-side comparison, then people will choose the PlayStation 2
0: version. I feel like time will not be kind to us in our stance. (laughs) I think we will not be proven correct by the flow of time. Well, you, you
1: know what? The well, flow, I, the flow I, of time I'm
0: going to go. fucking, I'm gonna die on the hill too, you know? The flow of time. Who was it? Father time? Their their opinion's wrong, okay? Yeah. Uh, it's a, You know, it's just like the end of Final Fantasy Crisis Core, We were finding an, an unwinnable battle, soon to be remade, <laughs> in full HD 4K. <laughs> Can't wait to play the slot machine level up game or whatever again.
1: Anyway, that that's my thoughts for the night. I, um, any, any parting thoughts before... Uh...
0: No, I'm excited to build a controller that's hopefully functional and then end up buying a $400 controller anyway with my Christmas money or something <laughs> that I'm not going to get uh, because, you know, manufacturers can do a better job than an amateur like me. But, you know, I'll have built a cool thing. I'm excited to play more games. I will have more thoughts on weird controllers. You know, I'm just a weird controller person. I like weird controllers.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I like a... I like audio formats of various kinds, and that I, I probably have like twenty versions. Of uh, I saw
0: so much of when the anniversary of Mini Disc came out. <laughs> I saw so many people on time be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? What the who's nostalgic for fucking Mini Discs? What is this right. shit?" I, this I shit know, I, I know we're supposed to end, but, but cassettes are so much better. I was like, and I, I thought of you immediately. I'm like, oh, RJ is. All <laughs> like, right, uh, let's, let's uh, be real. Uh,
1: cassettes, <laughs> cassettes can be better depending on the type of cassette that you buy, like type three, type four cassettes, but they are out (laughs) of the reach of the common person. Even back then, especially now, whoever says that cassette has a better, I guess... (laughs) Sound
0: quality, the mini- Look, I think I think their argument is that it's much easier to get, much easier to record on, and it's much more practical to have a cassette than have a fucking mini disc. You know,
1: but mini disc though, it's it's. I would I would counter, and I'm really sorry. I know we're dragging on podcasts. this. You know, God bless
0: <laughs> if you stuck around. But hey, it's been months It's been months before a podcast. They this, had, this, this has to list people months. <laughs> I, I love this, that you just had one. With, <laughs> you just had one within reach. You just pull it out for the camera. Here, here in my office, what, what, in my... you just fucking love it. It's like you, it's like you had a holster and you just. I just heard no, this <laughs> You
1: went one out. No, here in my office, I, I, I have a mini, like I have a mini hi fi setup over here. here Don't you have office.
0: at least more, like at least two?
1: I have one in every. I have one in the living room. I have one in my bedroom. <laughs> I have a Hi-Fi set up here in my office room. If I could, I'd have one in the bathroom, but I don't want to get electrocuted. But besides that point, I mean, going back to minidisc and cassettes, I guess, yes, cassettes are a little bit more accessible, but mini disc are a little bit more easier to record on because they are a disc. And the good thing about this, you can title those songs. And if you want, you can delete the songs too. It's basically an RW, and it's encased in this little... You know, I you can't see it right now, but purple. This is a purple disc. I mean, this is gonna outlive. I don't have a well. Yeah, I don't have cassette on hand with me because why would I? But <laughs> wow! Oh. I mean, I do have cassettes. Like I have a, quite a few, you know, vaporwave future funk cassettes. But I, know,
0: I still have some of yours. <laughs> no, but it's Later it's Ralph it's a
1: more durable format, and the reason why I guess a lot of people here in the United States and the West in general, I, I guess. You know, a lot of tech journalists are based out in the West, and then yeah. you know they, they have a tendency. You know that old saying, you know, victors write history or whatever. I don't know, whatever serial box said that. Captain, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it's it's true. I mean, the mini disc found a lot, and you know, at the risk of sounding like a U or whatever. But no, the mini disc <laughs> a lot of success out in Japan were actually Sony, despite them not producing any machines, they still produce the disc itself. You can go to any major electronic shop over there. You can buy a brand new disc. And we've um I've I think I've said this in a article <clears throat> on another website or I even actually I, I said this on a previous episode, but you know, back at its PK day in Japan, um you can go to any konbini or any convenience store, bring your mini disc, put it in a machine over there and just Buy a song,
0: like an iTunes.
1: Yeah, like in iTunes, it's such a futuristic like format. ITunes, yeah, and the only reason why it didn't really take off here in the West was because of the record labels, and Sony tried to you know fight that off by buying you know Columbia, buying Epic, etc. But you know they can't buy all the record labels, um, <laughs> and and basically, I don't know the rec the recording industry here in the West is really and I. I hate saying the West because it makes me sound like I'm some militant, you know, <laughs> militant, but, but it's the true. great Eastern but, Continents. But, but like, but you can still
0: rent CDs in Japan. Like that's wild. That's a really funny it re- idea. It
1: really is. And it's like, I mean, and if,
0: and if you're renting them, you can just burn them. It's like, yeah, oh, you, you, you can, can burn them. Like,
1: their, their music industry, I think, I don't know if it's the second or third largest, but it's, it says what's in the top. Well, let's be a little bit conservative. What's in the top five. And, you know, and they're, they're recording industry over there. I mean, as long as you be like, cause they, they get money through other, you know, means. So they have the capability of letting a lot of shops rent out these CDs and anyone can rent out these CDs. They can run it, burn it to the computer, return it back to the store. They're still getting royalties, because for these rental agreements that they have with these stores, and I'm sorry for going like a little business tangent over here, but they get like let's say you can rent a CD for two dollars, yeah. the record labels are going to get fifty cents out of that. You know, I, I don't see why that can't be viable here
0: in the West. But you know, I don't know. I mean, now we everybody just uses streaming, right? Streaming yeah. kind of ruined everything for everybody. Yeah,
1: but I, I guess the the good thing is at the end of the day, there there's a sudden. Uh, especially here, at least you know, in America, Canada, Europe, there, there's a new, a, interest. a new interest in physical format again. I think a lot. And we've we've previously, I mean, yeah, we've seen yeah.
0: we've seen the record, the vinyl come back. Yeah, it's like a major thing that was a major release for you know a lot of smaller bands and
1: and with a lot of uh, you with, know more mainstream validating. as well.
0: Yeah, that's. And I actually do hope to mainstream ones where you can buy like a Taylor Swift vinyl, which I'm never going to do, but you
1: can, if you want but to, you can, but I guess what I'm leading up to as well, and, you know, I'll close out with this and, you know, it makes me extremely happy at least that a lot of, even with cassettes, even with people blasting mini discs in favor of cassettes, I'm actually all for that because I really do love, you know, physical media. And I hope this, this rise in interest of cassettes, you know, with CDs, with vinyl records. I think, I hope that, I and you know, this is a pipe dream at this point, because of how <laughs> the video game industry is, but I really hope that it kind of, I mean, yeah, there, there are, you know, limited yeah. releases done by certain yeah, companies I, or whatever, but you know what I mean. I, I hope there's just a yeah. shift towards, you know, just having a physical, you know, copy again. I, I miss having manuals. I miss you know all that shebang, but you know I, I I think the video game industry is too far gone for that. But here's hoping. I don't know. That's just that's... yeah.
0: That is like that is a very ambitious pipe dream.
1: <laughs> but no, I, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's uh you know at least for the music industry. I, I'm glad that it's it's going up. I don't know. That, that's that's my closing. It's word.
0: returning. There's yeah. objects. Yeah, there's objects. You can, hold. you can hold your favorite album in your hand. Yeah yeah that is nice you know from the people who still rock iPods and Walkmans
1: <laughs> oh uh, uh, another thing I'm sorry but it's 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 just amazing just just going to like a dedicated like headphone earphone like digital audio player store in Japan like seven floors worth and it's just great okay. seeing like high school students seeing like salary men seeing like housewives seeing <laughs> just everyone just walk in was like oh hey can I have this IEM or oh hey it was like, <laughs> what's this latest Walkman that they just announced it's it's, I don't know it's just I, I kind of you know just miss
0: that culture out here yeah, where everything <laughs> wasn't universalized in some way you no. know have the de- you miss the dedicated device mm-hmm. I, I, it I do it does one thing and does it well yeah
1: Anyway, that's that's it. that's that's my Hideki Kamiya nationalist stuff. <laughs> what D- does he does he still hate foreigners or whatever?
0: I don't, I don't know. know. He really? me a long time ago. That sounds that sounds like something he would do, right?
1: But anyway, yeah, that, that's, that's Hideki my...
0: Kamiya still calls people gaijin. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that, that's 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 my tangent. Anyway, the moral story is, whenever <laughs> possible buy physical media if you know if you if you can afford it if you have the space i certainly don't have the space for it but i but i make
0: is that why you have mini
1: discs (laughs) because they're smaller than cd but i make the space for it because it's something that i love and you know at least with uammer it's it's you know going off with your controllers with your yeah i still i still buy stupid
0: old controllers and you know i still buy old video games you know i'm not a collector and that, in that way, I'm not here to co- just collect things that are cool. You know, I do want to play them. God forbid I hit retirement, and then I'll be able. I'll be like, the fucking PS8 will be out by then. I'm like, oh, finally, I can play those PS2 games that I bought ten years ago, or whatever. You know, 20, 30 years ago. No, yeah, but it's it's actually PS2 still works. <laughs>
1: it's, it's it's the satisfaction of just of just holding it, of of just owning it. I know that sounds yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I bought,
0: you know, you can emulate Sega Saturn things, but I bought a Saturn, and I burned some CDs to it, and they're not even, you know, they're not even the good shit, you know, I only have one legitimate Dreamcast, not Dreamcast, a uh, Saturn game, but I'm I, even putting, like, a burned CD in there, I was like, damn, fuck. I mean, shit, that's, what people that's
1: what people did back down. So I,
0: love, I love slamming the lid down and <laughs> and playing on my six-button controller.
1: Um, yeah, anyway, it was a pleasure talking with you again, Amber, and it was a pleasure
0: uh, for this. Uh, hopefully this, this gets edited soon, uh, by the end of this week. Uh, you never know. I'm not going to tell tell anybody when I recorded this, because...
1: Yeah, just, just throw it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no editing. No audio on it. Here you go, motherfuckers.
1: Uh, yeah, Um, I guess look forward to next episode. Maybe David will be here, maybe not. I mean... I don't know if they're still doing their dating app schemes that uh, <laughs> that they used to do, but uh, well,
0: um, maybe it'll be a mystery third chair. We'll just get somebody in.
1: Yeah, no, no promises. Otherwise, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, uh, everybody go go try some mini discs. Places like Saturn. <laughs> Enjoy your old technology while you still can
1: because they'll take it away from you. We'll take it. Away.
0: <laughs> Microsoft is coming to your house. Sony is coming to your house and taking your fucking CDs and DVDs, motherfuckers. All right. Good night everybody. Good morning where whatever it is wherever you are. Hopefully you enjoyed the return once again. And uh I actually I, against us to I mean no promises,
1: but I think we'll we'll be a lot more frequent this winter.
0: Yeah, as long as no no other disasters strike me.
1: No. <laughs> Alright, take care folks.
0: Good night!